Dropbit Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Dropbear Gaming Podcast. Yes, we're back. Episode 204 is yeah. here. Check it, it out. We're on a roll. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the roll, same roll we've been on for a really slow roll. We're pretty much rolling down a gentle slope. That's <laughs> how we usually do it. Yeah, mostly. Um, thanks for listening. Um, there's been some fairly decent news happening recently. Yeah. Um, we've been playing some games as well, mm. which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, and for anybody who owns a television and likes amazing TV shows, um, we've also been watching uh, a bit of The Last of Us, the first three episodes that have dropped. Yep. And yeah, we're going to have a quick chat about that a bit later. Hopefully no spoilers, but seriously... Fuck, if we do give spoilers too bad. <laughs> it's been... Yeah. yeah. Just watch it. Just play the fucking game. It's literally a day and a half until the next... Oh, two days probably until episode four comes out. So yeah. we've had five days. Yeah. Plus, this is going to take a while for me to edit. <laughs> so, so yeah. we won't talk episode four because we haven't seen it yet. That's right. But this yeah. will come out after that episode. So if you haven't watched <laughs> the first three, it's your own damn fault. Exactly. And you need to hear what we've got to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll jump straight into some news that's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, so, the Developer Direct happened recently. Yeah, just after I posted the last episode, Xbox yep. did their Developer Direct, which is basically just them following in the footsteps of everyone else and doing a live-streamed thing. Yeah, instead of showing some stuff. Yeah. And nothing real new. Yeah, well, they showed us Minecraft Legends, yep. which is one that I'm keen for. So, yeah, basically what they showed us in the developer direct was sort of building um, defenses and stuff to defend against in multiplayer. Um, And you can get a bunch of monsters to fight for you and attack. So, yeah, it looks pretty interesting. I mean, it's a Minecraft thing and uh, they're usually pretty good. So And they're going to make them another hundred fucking billion dollars. Minecraft Legends is coming out April 18th. Then they also showed us, uh, what was next after that? Forza Motorsport, which looks fucking excellent. Oh, wow. Yeah, it um, does. Coming 2023. No date for that. And in honesty, like, it always has. Yeah. You know, like, it's Looked always... amazing, yeah. Yeah, always It's been, been something like seven years since the last one. Yeah, they Because they the, do... Yeah. They've just done Forza Horizons for the mm. last, like, three. The yeah. last Motorsport, I think, was seven or six or something long time ago it was, but it was like yeah. 2017 or something yeah so six years long ago time. Um, long time so that's coming out later this year probably holiday I would imagine yeah. then they showed us Elder Scrolls Online which really took the world by storm yeah that's uh, just a new expansion coming in June and then they closed with Redfall mm. which is the vampire one coming from Arcane yep, yep. Um, Arcane Austin and that's mm. May yeah, May 2nd, apparently. May 2nd. Yeah, so big couple yeah. of months for Microsoft. Yeah. Interesting. And nothing honestly, nothing was said about Starfield, which yeah. apparently they're planning their, like an entire stream thing dedicated purely to that game. But that was supposed to come out in November last year and it was delayed. And now mm. it's supposed to be first half of this year, but they've got Minecraft for April, Redfall for May, Elder Scrolls for June. Maybe they put Starfield in June as well because mm. most people don't give a shit about Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, and it's a totally different type of game. So yeah, yeah. but so yeah, that's kind of it's getting close, and they haven't mentioned it. Yeah, which is mm. weird. You'd think they would have, yeah, like said something if it's supposed to be coming out that's the first right. half of this year. Mm. The other game they showed us was Hi-Fi Rush. Forgot yes. about that one, which dropped. They released it at the same at the time, time as the stream, which was cool. So yeah. that's like a cartoony style, like Borderlands, cel-shaded style, mm-hmm. rhythm uh, brawler, I guess. So you just yeah. run around and you have to fight to the beat of the music. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I've got I some latency issues it, on my TV with it, where the sound is like a fraction of a second off. Oh, that sucks. So like, you know, if you're like tapping to the music... Yeah. 
and then you start pressing the button to that same beat yeah every single button press is like ever so slightly late Mm -hmm. so i need to fuck around with it but there's no control to change the latency settings in the game it has a section and it says this is currently disabled oh it's like it's very strange why the fuck like out of all it's the mechanic of the game yeah, because yeah. it entirely depends on your audio and visual being synced up yeah. to the game. Mm. And if you have like a sound bar or something and there's like even a tenth of a second or maybe two tenths of a second or something yeah. is enough to f- stop you from getting perfect scores. That's right. So then you have to train your brain to press it just before the beat every time. Yeah. And then that kind of ruins it. Even though you get used to it, it mm. kind of ruins it because the whole point is that it's like a rock music type of game yeah so you want to be like yeah into the exactly. music you know what yeah. like nodding your head but you've got to nod your head a fraction of a second before <laughs> the each beat which yeah. just put is a yeah it's weird yeah. so i'm kind like of a, disappointed you look like a that. white guy dancing to hip-hop <laughs> yeah <laughs> just off beat so i'm kind of annoyed about that but hopefully they um introduce that latency setting soon yeah. because yeah it's definitely it's disrupting important. my ability to enjoy the game which mm. sucks yeah. Because otherwise, apart from that, it's fucking awesome. I haven't played it yet. I, I don't know, I'm not a huge fan of that uh, that art style. Yeah, and I'm generally not either. Mm. I just really fucking love rhythm games. Yeah, especially ones that have like it opens with Black Keys, Lonely Boy. Oh yeah, as he's like walking through. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, what a great way to start a game. That yeah. song's fucking awesome. Mm. So yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I assume. Like, because we were saying Microsoft didn't show us anything really at the Game Awards. That's right. And they were claiming to have such a big 2023 lined up for everyone. Big plans. There's a whole lot of games that are coming from Xbox Studios that we've seen revealed that then we have seen nothing about. That's right. So, I mean, sure, they showed us Redfall, Minecraft Legends, Elder Scrolls. Hi-Fi Rush was a nice surprise. Yeah. But... There's so many other games that they've shown us are in development mm. that are just fucking radio silence. Yeah. So I don't know how big, depending on how good Redfall is. Like mm. initially, I the they first showed a cinematic trailer for it, yeah. and I was like, "Sick, this looks awesome." Yeah. And then the first gameplay we saw, I was like, "Oh, nah, yeah, exactly." Don't know about that. And watching this one, it was like a ten-minute or eight-minute video yeah. playthrough, and it looks all right. We'll see what happens when it comes out, but yeah, it, it kind of, again, it's a weird kind of visual that yeah. they've used in, in the design of it, in the, you know, that art style. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if it's going to be the type of thing to really grab you. Yeah, or, we'll, we'll yeah. see, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's, there's that opportunity for, that four-player kind of co-op yeah. with a good story. so And you can play it by yourself if you want. So yeah, it gives you the yeah. option there, which is good. Mm. Yeah. But at least it's good to see Microsoft showing us actually something. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, with dates. Yeah. And hopefully they don't change. Exactly. Which would be nice. Yeah. Um, speaking of other big things that are, are you know planned... Um, E3 after three years of cancellations due to COVID and so on and so on, yeah. um, have dated their 2023 for June 13 to 16. So June 13, 14, 15 is going to be the closed door and 16 will be open to the public. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, it'll be interesting. In, so it's in been LA. run by Reed Pop, I think, the guys that did PAX yep. this year. Mm-hmm. And yet... Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo have all said they're not going to be there. Yeah. yeah. So I guess Ubisoft, EA, EA yeah. weren't even there last year, I don't think. Yeah. So don't know. it's kind it's of weird. Not sure what the go yeah. is with that. Just going to be a whole bunch of indies. Just real yeah. small. Yeah, there was numbers. a lot of like hope mm. when Pop announced they were taking over. But with Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo all saying they're not there, it's like... Is Repop just like keeping this fucking thing's head above the water yeah, while it yeah. drowns slowly? Exactly. Well, they've been talking about that in you know the the gaming media for many years, saying that E3 is 
dying a slow death. Yeah. Um, and after the three years that we've just had, they were like, it's, you know, it's kind of time. You yeah. Know, no need to flog a dead horse anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. There'll be, there'll be shitloads of news. Um, there's also another game that's been, was supposed to come out in March that's been delayed. Uh, Jedi Survivor, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, oh, the yes. sequel to Fallen Order, which looks fucking awesome, mm. has been pushed back like three weeks or something to April. It, so it was due to release in March, now it's April, so... It's a bit of a bugger. That's annoying, mm. but I'll take it. Because I think there was a fair bit on for March. I can't fucking remember. No, it's... <laughs> Everything keeps changing anyway. Yeah. So, so just annoying. play it when it comes out. I'm still waiting. We haven't received a review code for Hogwarts Legacy, mm. but I'm super keen for that. I've just sort of been playing. I've been playing for Spoken, but I've just been waiting. I'm yeah. just like, I'll just, I guess I'll just play this. Mm. So yeah. we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Oh, PS5 has, or mid-January surpassed uh, 32 million units shipped. That's pretty good, That's considering so they were struggling to get supply out. Yeah, yeah. And the supply, I think, started clearing up around October last year. Yeah. And then Sony have just put out a like um, ad spot that basically is like, hey, by the way, all of the supply issues are fucking gone, so you're fine to get a PS5 now. Yeah. So they're literally running an ad that's like, sorry about that. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, so now pretty much anyone can just go and buy a PS5 if you want. Which is good. Seven or $800, mm. I guess they are now. Yeah. And that doesn't include all the other bullshit that they want to charge that much for as well. Yeah. PSVR yeah. 2 comes out in a couple of weeks yeah. and that's like a thousand bucks with a game. Mm-hmm. And the DualSense Edge controller just came out, which is like 330 or something, yeah. which is the Elite 2, um, like Sony's answer to that. Yeah. Apparently it's really fucking good. I, I did see this Apart from the short battery. video. Yeah. yeah. Short video of a guy doing a you know a review kind of breakdown of it mm. um, and he said it was really good and felt yeah. very nice in the hands and all that kind of stuff but yeah weighty yeah. it feels like it's expensive yeah which is what you want I guess yeah. and um, but he did say the battery yeah isn't lasts cheap. like four to five hours yeah. yeah with they the thing I read said four to five hours with all of the haptic feedback and all that kind of shit turned on yeah so if you turned all that stuff off it would probably extend it a bit yeah but it comes with a 2.8 meter USB-C cable, which has a lock, so you can lock it onto the controller so it doesn't pull out. That's good. So when you throw it, you can just hold that cable and yeah. it back in. But it's like, it's not locked onto the PlayStation, so it could still yeah. come out that end, or you yank it and your PS5 falls off the TV. <laughs> exactly. You know? So it's like, what do you prefer to replace, an $800 <laughs> PlayStation or a $300 controller? That's right. Just, yeah. Or just don't yank on it. Yeah. It's not a or you just play it for five hours and then go back to a normal, normal shitty one until it's charged again. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like those controllers are designed for like hardcore gamers who mm. want to be out of like the rear buttons and stuff. Yeah. You know, for shooters. I yeah. wouldn't mind one because there's certain, just for the ease of use, mm-hmm. but the cost is ridiculous. No, ridiculous. But if you're playing online competitive, then you'd probably prefer that minuscule advantage of having a wide controller anyway yeah true so yeah yeah um keeping with some sony news i guess um sony's come out in the last few days and said they're removing the playstation plus collection yeah which came out at launch of the ps5 yeah it was just a um sweetener for ps5 owners to get a bunch of extra games to play on their PS5, basically. Yeah. Yeah. The best games from PS4 on mm. your PS5. Yeah. And so now they've launched PS Plus Extra, etc., etc. Yeah. And that play that like honestly, I think that PS Plus collection is really good. Mm. But also since extra, I'm just like, that thing is redundant. Yeah, for sure. Because when they get rid of the PS Plus collection, all those fucking games will just go on to extra if they're not already anyway. Yeah, that's right. And I mean there are Great games. They're really it's literally are. the best games from the last from, generation. Yeah, exactly. And, and even older, like Arkham Knight yeah. is an old game. Batman yeah. Arkham Knight is an old game. Old game. Battlefield 1, Bloodborne. Yeah. You know, 
and they're all awesome games yeah so and they're yeah. all different too so they're not all in that same vein like yeah. one of the great ones is Detroit Become Human mm. it was a brilliant game yeah you know um, but yeah there's some sports games and God of War yeah you know, so but very it, like I said it's there. kind of redundant with extra yeah and no doubt like I've, I've seen some people be like oh that sucks why would they get rid of that but every time I haven't looked at it you know, yeah. in ages. And That's if you right. have a PS5 and you have PS Plus Extra, which is absolutely worth the money, yeah. then it's not like... Fucking relax. Yeah, you've got plenty of games to play anyway. That's right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, but I definitely feel like they're just going to roll them into the Extra. Mm. All of the first-party ones anyway. Yeah. And Matt mentioned before that, you know, the PSVR... Is coming out soon. Yeah, and it's expensive um, as fuck, yeah, which is why I haven't pre-ordered it. No, that's right. Which and is unusual because I would normally be like a day one. Yeah. But I'm just like, I bought the PSVR 1 day one, day one and it was like yeah. 500 bucks. Mm. But this is 750 odd, 730 I think, or is it more than that? 800, 800 and something? and something, I thought. But yeah, sorry. Eight, I think it's 850 for the mm. base and yeah. then to get it with the Horizon Call of the Mountain game which I would absolutely want, yeah. um, is like $950, mm. which is an insane amount of it money. It really is. Yeah. For something that I'm not going to use all the time. Exactly. You know, like when, when you're looking at buying a PlayStation, you know, like you, you've got to toss up if you buy a PlayStation 4, because yeah. your kids are going to use it sometimes, yeah. or you buy a PlayStation 5 because you're a gamer and you want to play good yeah. games, on your great TV, you yeah. know, and you're going to use it a lot. Yeah. So when you're then going, okay, well, I've just spent 800, 850 on a fucking, yeah. you know, console. Do I want to spend another thousand dollars on a VR thing that I'm going to use sometimes? Yeah. You know, like it's, it's restrictive. It's weird as well because PSVR one had that price point that was compared to all other VR at the time, yeah. was way cheaper. Yeah. And so it was basically an easy entry-level point for mm. people to get into VR. Yeah. VR2 is now $1,000 and you can get like the Oculus. Mm. There's versions of the Oculus headsets that are fucking cheaper than that. Yeah. And they, mm. they have a far larger library of games. That's right. But apparently it's got like eye tracking and... So you can like control menus by moving your eyes around, That's which cool. is fucking cool. Mm. Um, and you know, way better graphics yeah. than the PSVR had. I want to so, get one and hook it up to a Tesla and just drive with my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <awesome. laughs> Sounds but, safe. Uh, yeah. I would love to get a VR too, but mm. I cannot justify the cost. No. Like nowadays with inflation, everything's fucking expensive. Exactly. There's no fucking way. Mm. that I'm going to spend $1,000 on a VR headset that's going to gather dust. Exactly. Inevitably. Yeah. Um, mm. I would just... I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. And that's coming from someone who bought the fucking Vita day one, PS4 mm. day one, PS5 day one. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah exactly. But yeah, the, there was a story in the Bloomberg that ran on January 31st, so only a couple of days ago as we record, um, claiming that Sony had seen really bad um, pre-orders yeah. for the for the PSVR two, and they were cutting the um, production by fifty percent because that's they, massive. That's a huge reduction. You know, yeah. like this is their new thing, so they would yeah. have been really ramping up for a good sale. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but funnily enough, it turns out within a couple of hours that Sony refuted these claims putting out a statement that that was just obviously not true yeah they're like we so, have definitely not cut production yeah so but it's weird because i saw mixed i haven't read the bloomberg thing mm. but i saw mixed reports some people were saying that they've cut production and some people were saying they've cut sales estimates ah okay that's interesting then which is more correct yeah because i if if pre-orders are bad mm then, then you readjust your you would adjust your expectations yeah. of sales, which mm. is fine. But mm. if it actually, if they are claiming production was cut, then that's a completely different story. But Sony are like, no, nope, it hasn't been cut. We're excited. People are excited about the VR too. Yeah, I would love to know the pre-order numbers because I really don't think like if I'm not buying one, 
Mm. Who the fuck is buying one? <laughs> you know, like I'm the yeah. I'm the demographic of person, apart from the fact that I got three kids. Yeah. You know, if I was single, I'd fucking buy three of them. <laughs> and then I'd find three kids to play them. <laughs> Two kids. Two kids. You'd want to I'll play one, yeah. yeah. But um yeah. Like jet like I like I said, I'm the day one Sony buyer. Yeah. And I ain't getting it. Right. So if yeah. I'm not getting it, then I dare say a lot of people aren't fucking mm. getting one. Well, I'm definitely not getting one. I've not considered getting one. Yeah. Um, I have not had VR ever. Yeah. Um, I'm tempted. Honestly, it's I, I have this thing of, and I've mentioned this a hundred times before in the past, but I have this real issue with being completely cut off. Yeah. You know, well, that's one of the changes in the VR too, is there's a button you can press that then shows you your view in black and white, yeah. like the room around you. You can just like look around. You just press a button and you can see. You can just take it off and see it. Or take color. it off, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> to avoid... So what if is you're, this, if you're like, 50s? See it in black. If you like hear something or, or whatever, you just get a feeling, you like press a button and you're like, oh, what's that? Or yeah. so you hear someone talking to you. And then you, you see you the axe coming at you yeah. in, in you know, black and white. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. But um, I do like that they've added <laughs> it's kind that. kind of nostalgic. Because I'm the same, not wanting to be disconnected from the world around you, yeah. especially with kids and whatever. Exactly. But um, yeah, that that being able to see the world around you by just yeah. at the press of a button mm. is super handy. But yeah, I mean, I'm tempted. Don't get me wrong. I'm mm. fucking tempted to buy one. But I'm also like, as soon as I get tempted, this other part of me just goes, no way, man. Yeah. You can't fucking do that. Exactly. You're not like a single 25-year-old anymore. <laughs> if I spent $1,000 on Justify that a, when you get home. Yeah. If I spent $1,000 on a VR too, I would just feel guilty. Yeah. Because like, mm. it's just a shitload of money. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I already bought that giant Guernsey <laughs> for the Cats premiership from last year, which was like three grand. <laughs> And that was a hard sell as it was, but I was like, that will last me forever. PSVR 2, not going to last me forever. My VR 1, I can't even sell it because all the padding around, like on your forehead, it's all broken down, all the like um, pleather stuff, it's like fucking broken down. So if you wear it, it just leaves black shit all over your Mm -hmm. face. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to sell that even on like Facebook Marketplace and just stitch someone up with like a piece of shit. Yeah. Basically, unfortunately. That's fair. But anyway, so yeah, I'd, I'm not sure what to make of that production being cut claim. I wouldn't be surprised. Sony reckons not true, but I honestly reckon they're probably... But they would have had pre-order. Like, it's not like pre-orders just all of a sudden they get to a point where they go, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, they did the big PSVR marketing push they haven't done one recently really like not in the last couple of weeks that would lead to an immediate like panic stations thing they would have pre-order numbers from when they first announced vr2 to now and be looking at that on a graph and they it's not like they just all of a sudden would be like oh fuck cut it by 50 percent you know there's not like some date where they just go okay what are our pre-orders right now oh fuck We've yeah. overestimated that. They, yeah. It's like a rolling number that they would be aware of. Exactly. So anyway, um, for sure. Next up is the we're back to Activision Blizzard conversation. Yeah. yeah. So and this isn't about the uh, the acquisition, which yeah, you know is changing yet. it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Activision Blizzard a few years ago went through that major issue, um, you know, where they were just seen as being the pricks of the world um, yeah because they treating staff like shit yeah they didn't have the right workplace misconduct you know complaint systems or yeah, like, yeah, to deal with that stuff compliances and whatnot yeah so yeah the um, the US Securities and Exchange Commission or the SEC um, have fined them 35 million US that's which, not that much money which they've agreed to pay yeah because it's fuck all yeah exactly they're being sold for fucking $60 billion. That's right. $35 million is nothing. Yeah. And their numbers for the quarter, the fourth quarter of the year haven't come out yet. Yeah. But the third quarter, they did $1.7 something billion. Yeah. So in revenue. So they've got fucking money. Yeah. You know? and that's, well, they've got Diablo coming out in like four months. Yeah. 
So that's going to just rake in cash as well. 35 million is like nothing. Yeah, that's right. That's not, that's not even a slap on the wrist. No. It's like a stern word. Yeah. That they don't even listen to. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it's like when you tell your kid off, but you're smiling. It's like that. You're like, the worst. Naughty. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. You, you, <laughs> you shouldn't silly have, little goose. You shouldn't have punched that kid in the face, but he was <laughs> It was nasty. pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny when you did it, but you shouldn't do that. That's right. But, so, yeah, anyway. The regulators also came out and said that um, they have found that the company did violate a whistleblower protection rule on top of yeah. you know, their, their issue of not having you know the, the proper complaints and workplace misconduct yeah kind of thing so it's it's like they're going yeah well we found worse things or more things but you know just give us 10 bucks yeah and we'll go away just make sure you don't do it again though you promise yeah promise all right pinky promise show me your hands and you don't have your fingers crossed (laughs) ah you little trickster (laughs) bobby kodak you fucker (laughs) you little fucker at it again oh Bobby yeah he's a good kid <laughs> That's, no one's ever said that about him no, even never. when he was a kid yeah it probably never <laughs> at all um, well one thing about the acquisition is that the EU have officially presented a what is it a warning or something yes to uh, to Microsoft mm-hmm. no well they they issued a formal warning to Microsoft over the Activision Blizzard deal uh, which basically just means like standard procedure they do the warning and then microsoft have to come back with like oh yeah okay fair well these are the these are the um concessions that we're willing to do to make this okay which is like give sony 10 years of cod which they've said they were going to do and sony have said they never said that yeah so it's very oh, it went convoluted. to the junk box. They didn't see it. Yeah. You know? It was on like global news. Yeah. But anyway, mm. it, we only speak Japanese. We didn't even look. <laughs> oh, sorry. We don't read yeah. IGN. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or like Bloomberg. No or... one can translate it. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's enough news. Let's talk about games. Sure. Let's talk about games. I've been playing Forspoken. And I have played some. Yeah. So... This game has been receiving fairly average review mm. scores across the board. Yes. Um, I am like, at first I started playing, I played the demo and I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but now having played it, I'm feeling that those average review scores are pretty good for what I am experiencing. Yeah. So it's a, allegedly just under 15 hours to complete the main story and just under 50 hours for a completionist to do everything. Wow. To complete the game. I couldn't imagine spending 50 hours on that game. I can, because running, I probably played, I reckon I would have played probably 15 to 20 hours, but I'm the kind of person who just explores and picks up everything. Yeah. yeah. And the fast travel options in that game are very limited. Mm. There's sections where it just forces you to walk. You can't run. Wow. There's a thing where after every conversational cutscene, it just freezes you for like five seconds until you can move again, which is the engine, obviously. Mm. So it uses a proprietary engine called the Luminous engine. Yeah. And uh, like graphically, it's fucking amazing. It looks really, really good. It does look good. The facial, like all of the character models are super... Um, in depth, they're really clear. They look like it looks like almost like a movie, which is common in a lot of games these days. Yeah. But it's also not in every game, That's especially true. games like that that are mm. giant open world adventure yeah. games. Yeah. Um, the combat is really fun. So I'm just going to list off some of the positives first. The character models, like I said, and the world. It's kind of pretty good looking world even though it's maybe surface level yeah um and the combat system is fucking great like i just think the combat is really fun Mm -hmm. and it it works really well but there's just so many list of positives yeah well it's Mm. it's difficult because there's a lot of things that are really average yeah as well um and then there's some things that are really fucking shit yeah like 
the dialogue. Mm -hmm. So the whole concept, the story of the game is that you play as this chick named Frey, who was found as a baby at the entrance of some tunnel in New York, just in a basket, I guess. And they're like, look at this baby. And then she went through the foster system and orphanages and stuff in New York. And now she's like 18, I guess. Mm. And uh, she's just like running around on the streets doing criminal shit. Petty crime, man. And a judge is like... It starts off with her. She gets arrested and she's like... This is your third strike. Naughty. Yeah. I'll give you another slap on the wrist, but God damn it. Yeah. Learned that from the SEC. <laughs> um, she's like, oh, I need to get my life together. And then shit gets bad. And then things happen and she gets teleported to this other world, Athia, mm. which yeah. is where the, the bulk of the game is. Um, Honestly, it, it's kind of decent. That that bit I thought was pretty good. I, I found it incredibly one-dimensional. Oh, yeah. You know, like I thought it was a great way to start. Mm. But in general... It's not. There's not that much depth to it. It's like yeah. this. We're just trying to get to that world where you're going to be. Yeah. Like even to the point where she's got a, a cat. Yeah. And you get back to this like apartment thing where she. It's lives. like an abandoned apartment that yeah. she's squatting in, basically. And she's like, walks into the room and then goes, "Oh, where's my cat?" And fuck, then you fuck, have to fuck. Because s- she says she swears a lot, a hell of a lot. Yeah. Like sometimes just you. Walk into a combat situation and she's like, oh shit, fuck shit. (laughs) And I'm like, I get it. You're trying to be relatable, but just dial it back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. That was a good one. Yeah. Even even the subtitles. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, what is this? (laughs) Although the whole time I've been playing, I'm just like, I'm walking here. (laughs) I'm fucking, I'm a fucking crab. I'm walking here. Just non-stop. I'll stop playing and walk around the house and the kids get in my way. I'm just like, I'm walking here. Oscar said it to his daycare teacher. Oh, really? She's like, where did you learn that? He's like, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking here. That's funny. But anyway, that's not yeah. to do with Forspoken, no. really. But um, yeah, she that's swears a lot. And she's, yeah. she's, it seems like they're like, oh, we need to make her relatable to the, the youths. Yeah. And then it just tries to way too hard. Oh, way and too that hard. is just the vibe of all of the dialogue through the yeah, whole game. It is. But um, there's so, so many things that just make no sense. Like in that beginning bit when you're in New York, you're in that building, that room where you're squatting yeah. and you have a bag full of money. Yeah. And then you go to sleep on your little mattress on the floor with the bag full of money next to yeah. you. And then you wake up and the whole apartment's on fire. Yeah. And the bag of money is still there and you're like, where's the cat? Where's yeah. the cat? And then if you press to interact with the money bag, she's like, no, I need to find the cat first. I'm like, just pick the fucking bag up while you're running past it. You go out of that room. You can find find another cat, cat, dude, with all that money. (laughs) Well, you get out the door and you turn around and then the flames are blocking the door so you can't get your bag of money. And it's like, the bag of money is your key to get out of the life of crime, blah, 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 blah. And as soon as I'm like, as soon as I walk through this door, I ain't getting that fucking bag of money. Pick that shit up. And yeah, no, not allowed. You come out and it's like, there's some baddies after you and that's why like gang members after you. And that's yeah. why it's on fire. Cause they found mm. you, Yeah, but they found you set fire to the place, but also didn't take the bag of cash. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and true. then, but then the yeah. other thing is you, you, you lose all your money Yeah, and you save your cat yeah. just, and then you walk to the courthouse in the and middle of the, the fucking night and see the judge leaving at the end of the day with no protection yeah. just walking out of this criminal court and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> and you just walk up and go do you like cats here and take my cat yeah it's like fucking hell what is happening well here? she's the, the idea is that she's going to go kill herself yeah and so she goes and sits on the top of the tunnel where we're just going to tell you the whole story. Because <laughs> it's, yeah. Pointless. She sits on top of the tunnel and she's like, oh, this is fucked. And then she sees a little glimmer of light or something. Yeah. And she goes in this place and. She um, just breaks into this At like, some point, place. she picks up a copy of Alice in Wonderland and goes, mm. oh, I wish I could be teleported to another land. Yeah. And you're like, fucking seriously. <laughs> Come on. And then you get teleported to this other land. Yeah. And then the whole time she's like, I need to get home. It's like, what the fuck do you need to get home exactly. for? Your cat that you gave away? That's like, right. Like, you don't have anything. Yeah. But you find this cuff and it's a talking bracelet mm. and just the dialogues, even with that guy makes no fucking sense. Yeah. He's this like 
British voiced character, mm. which makes no fucking sense. It reminds me of the guy from A Beautiful Mind. You know, like his roommate that yeah. you, you remember that movie? It re- reminds me of the nerdy guy from Assassin's Creed as well. It's just this like mm. mouthy British accent person who just yeah. is in your ear telling you f- random facts. Yeah. But as you're playing through the game, there will be your. So Athia is this world where. There's a main city in the middle and a bunch of districts around it in like a wheel. And um, everyone lives in this one city because of a thing called the breaking that has made all of the lands outside uninhabitable because if you go there, this weird thing broken. turns you into a zombie. Yeah. Which is fine. The yeah. world's shitty. Mm. Um, it's like dystopian almost. In this city, they have the upper city and the lower city and the lower city is all the poor people and the upper city is the rich people who are just super arrogant. Like if you walk in there, they're like, oh, I talked to a kid and the kid's like, oh, you're that criminal from the lower world. I hope you stay down there. Don't bring your taint up here. This is like a 10 year old. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) But they also- kick you in the taint, bitch. (laughs) But they make this big point about there being no money in this world. They're they're civilized. Mm. They don't need money. And so everything is just like you can go to a bar and get a drink and you don't have to pay for it. I'm like, okay. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, but how the fuck is there an upper class and a lower class if there's no there's fucking no money? Yeah. Everyone will be equal, right? It's yeah. communism. But then there's one of the collectibles that you can find in the game is a thing called an old coin, yeah. which you can then take to a stall in the town square and trade for things. Cool. Sounds like buying. Yeah, with money. <laughs> Weird. So I'm like, why the fuck do you go through that whole pretense of we don't have any money here? Ha <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're so advanced. Mm. And uh, yeah, the, the dialogue and that, that cuff thing, you're like running around and the world's shit and there's mm. people who are poor and hurt and whatever. And it's like flip-flopping between like, oh, it's so sad what's happening to these people or fuck those people. Why are you bothering to help them? Yeah. And it just makes no sense. This this bracelet, literally, as you're playing through, half the time he'll be like, oh, I feel so bad about the plight of these people. And then the other time it'll be like, why do you even care? It's so exactly. stupid to care about these people. Yeah. And then they just argue mm. the bracelet and her. And no one can hear the bracelet talking She's except just her. yelling at it. But they're just assholes to each other <laughs> the whole time. And then people in the town will be like, oh, you saved us. Because this big... so." There's a bunch of baddies in the game that are like big bosses, one for each region, obviously, because it's cliched as fuck. And one of them rocks up and he's like trying to kill this person that saved you. And the the baddie's like, where is the interloper? Speaking about you, of course. I'm going to destroy this whole city until you show me where she is. And then you rock up and you have a big fight and then she flees and you stay. And then... A bunch of people, innocent people die and shit gets fucked because of this fight. Mm-hmm. But then when, after she's left, people are like, oh, thank you for saving us. You're so yeah. great. I'm like, wait a second. Mm. She wouldn't have even come here angry if I wasn't the interloper that was here. Yeah. If I hadn't rocked up in this city, she would have never rocked up. Why the fuck are you thanking me when I brought this upon you? Yeah. But then again, it kind of sounds a bit like the Avengers. You know, like the same kind of shit. Enemies rock up because they're there. Because they're there. But it's literally like... A whole bunch of shit gets fucked up. And everyone's like, oh, thank God. Thank God you're here. But it's like literally three days after I've appeared in this world. Yeah. And I rock up. They arrest me for being a weirdo. Mm. And then I get broken out. And then the chick who broke me out is the one that they're threatening to kill. The baddies are threatening to kill. And then I fight and a bunch of innocent people die. Mm. And then they're like, oh, thank you. You're our savior. I'm like... What the fuck? Mm. That makes no fucking yeah. sense. Well, I, I thought it was funny because even like not far from the start, I'd got broken out of the prison. Yeah. And then I went like back to her place with her. Yeah, you have to like stealth of, all the way back to her place. And then after yeah. that, it's like, just wander. Yeah. It's and, fine. and like I ate an apple that, that was the size of my head. Yeah. How can there be people starving she's when like, apples are that fucking big? She's like, I'm so hungry. Yeah. Oh, here, eat an apple. That'll yeah. give you all of the nutrients you need. Like, what? <laughs> and it'll keep the doctor away for a fucking week. Yeah. Seriously. And then shortly after huge. that, you get a quest to feed five sheep, mm. which is just incredible quest design. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of the game just feels like it's really derivative. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is just confusing. Mm. 
Um, some a lot of it just makes no fucking sense. Yeah. The world though, it just has so much potential. Like mm. I see this world and I the just the bare bones of the story. Yeah. I'm like, that's really cool. There was these powerful witch people who were running the world mm. and then working together and then they started fighting amongst themselves and then they went to their own individual corners and then the breaking happened and the humans are the ones who suffer. Yeah. Great basis for a story. Yeah. And yet They've completely fucked it. And this is from Square Enix, who Mm -hmm. are the guys who make Final Fantasy games, which are always like a timeless, fucking amazing story. And I'm just, it just is super frustrating that they've really like destroyed it, screwed the pooch on this one, Mm. basically. Yeah. It is how I feel. Like I've, like I said, I've played a fair bit of it. Um, I feel every time I play it, I just kind of feel like there's something better I should be doing with yeah. my life you know yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly yeah. which is terrible um, it's just and I boring. haven't put that much into it that I can give it a score yeah because I've only played maybe four hours maximum and yeah. you know if, if I was going to base a score on this from how I felt when I was playing it yeah it'd be a two yeah mm. yeah well I mean I played Saints Row which has, it, it's got a lot of parallels yeah. in terms of like being really average yeah. but being a game that I'll spend a bit of time in because I enjoy the combat mm. and like just being in that world yeah. and um, yeah like I said I've probably played 15-20 hours and I'm like as soon as Hogwarts comes out this is dead. or I get a code or whatever Delete. I ain't ever going back to Forspoken yeah. which is like I said it's frustrating because I see so much potential in that world and the story mm-hmm. and even the character is not irredeemable. Like she could have been better yeah. than she ended up being. And the whole cuff thing, mm. it's just like they've gone to a lot of forks in the road and taken the wrong turn yeah. every time. Yeah. And the end product is just super underwhelming, uninspired, mm. boring in a lot of ways. Yeah. And that, that, that is the way that I described it. In yeah. all the conversations we've had since we got it, I've said it's boring. Yeah. And yeah, I feel really yeah. underwhelmed by it completely. Yeah. So that's why I it's, don't think I'll go and play it anymore. For me, I'd say a two and a half. Yeah. Because I think it's just average. Yeah. Like I said, the dialogue shit, but there's a lot of games with shitty dialogue. True. The combat is quite fun. But the dialogue in this game is the driver. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if it's got shit dialogue and that's the vehicle you're yeah. driving, it doesn't even have wheels. There's lots of lore books that you can find around the place that tell you the story of the world and it's really fleshed out yeah. and great. Mm. And then you just have these characters and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I just, like, I can't get over the cuff being so fucking bipolar mm. where there's this character that you find who's sort of troubled mentally and the cuff is like, oh, it's so sad for his family. And then other times he's like, I can't believe you're helping that fucking idiot. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> or you'll do so. And there's also a lot of repeat, repeated dialogue as well. So mm. you'll finish a battle when you're out in the wider world and the cuff will go, wow, it's so quiet when there's no commotion around, isn't it? And then your character goes, you're plenty enough commotion for anyone. Uh, and I've uh, heard that line like fucking 20 times. Knee slapper. And I'm just like, oh, come yeah. on. Try yeah. it just ever so slightly harder, please. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it's a two and a half for me. It's disappointing because that yeah. game has a lot of potential, mm. but it's not the kind of potential that can be unlocked by patching, yeah. I don't think. No, I don't think so. So either. it's a real disappointment. So thankfully, um, we also received a, a code for Dead Space remake on PlayStation. Awesome fucking game. Wow. I've It's awesome. I've fallen head over heels <laughs> for Dead Space again. Yeah. You know? Well, I haven't played it before this since the like original. 2008 or something yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Which is a long, long time ago. Mm. Many moons ago. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was friggin' awesome then. Mm. And in the lead up to the remake, I've been kind of like, oh, does it hold up? Like, is it going to hold up? Because a lot of games from that era, yeah. when I play them again, I'm like, oh, this isn't as fun as I remember it. Yeah. Holy moly. It has. It they holds up. nailed it. And I was kind of in, not in two minds about it, because I know that it's such a good game. Yeah. But we had Callisto Protocol yeah. came out, 
and I had kind of thought that that would have some of the same kind of vibe to it and it fell very flat and in all honesty Dead Space remake is everything that Callisto wasn't yeah you know it's it's like it's like the polar opposite yeah. Of what I and it's funny because I said a few times like, oh, how dumb are EA for releasing the Dead Space remake after Callisto? Yeah. Why would they let Callisto come out before? Mm. And then in the end, it didn't matter because Dead no. Space is fucking awesome. Yeah. And it, it is really well done. Like it's, yeah. you wouldn't even know that it's a 15 year old game. game. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you were just coming into gaming now and you went, oh yeah, I'll give this one a crack. Yeah. You'd be like, fuck, this is a good game. Yeah. yeah. It's still just as scary. Yep. Uh, if not more scary because it mm-hmm. has the benefit of current audio technology. Yeah. Even though the environmental audio and all that stuff previously was fucking awesome. It was amazing, yeah. It's, yeah. and visually it's just They amazing. cleaned up the visuals really well. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's only been a couple of times and... It's fucking scary as fuck, but there's a couple of times when you'll kill something and it just continues to twitch and move around and yeah. stuff like that. And it's like, whoa, you know, yeah, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, that was pretty freaky. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I don't normally play horror games, mm. especially now, 15 years after that. Yeah. I'm like older, less yeah. capable of handling that shit yeah. because I have a lot more, like, I have kids now, so I yeah. just have an internalized level of anxiety at all times anyway (laughs) which comes with being a parent yeah and so i'm just like i'm not going to put myself in any more terror when you can just watch the fucking heighten my chance of having a heart attack (laughs) now (laughs) but like i i was like when i've been every time i play dead space i do what i did 15 years ago which Mm -hmm. is wait until it's night time turn all the fucking lights off except for the tv and wear headphones big mistake and I just can't do it for more than like an hour at a time mm. because you're just on a in a constant level of tension and yeah. like adrenaline. Yeah. Just wait. It's like waiting at the starting blocks of a sprint, mm. but they never say go. Yeah. You're just like tensed yeah. for the whole time, and then yeah. I'll like go. I just need to stop for a minute, take mm. the headphones off, yeah. and just go. Oh, and you just feel your muscles just loosen. Yeah, probably <laughs> one of insane. the things that I wish that they'd done. And, and it, you know, they say time heals everything. It also allows you to forget everything. Yeah. Um, and it has been a long time since I played the original. But, yeah, I, th- I kind of wish they had taken away that, you know, that real expectation that music or, yeah. or sound creates. Yeah. Um, like the difference with this is when you walk into a room, you don't, have the music start so you know that there's going to be a fucking battle yeah they wait until the thing shows itself yeah. and then it goes and like the orchestra just drops all of their fucking you know <laughs> their musical equipment and yeah. that noise comes on and you're just like fuck yeah um, but I kind of wish that that didn't happen the way it does I guess yeah. you know because it really it's almost like a they're trying hard for a jump scare, but at the same time, yeah. you know, that music kind of, you just have a feeling that something's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing that fucks me up more now than it did 15 years ago is the like audio visual delusions mm. because over the course of the game, you're slowly losing your mind Yeah. and you can hear voices and things like yeah. that. It's yeah. super off putting. Yeah. And, um, like when I see the monsters, I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm glad the monsters are here it's because real. I can shoot them and attack them. Yeah. But when you're walking and you're hearing voices and they get louder as the game goes on, yeah. or like you have these weird visual, like freak out moments, mm-hmm. they're the jump scares that get me. Cause yeah. I'm just like, oh fuck. I've, I'm like tense as fuck yeah. because the world is just a tense place. Mm-hmm. And now I have no control over vision, like seeing what's around me or anything. Yeah. yeah. It's just like panic True. stations. Yeah. So that's the thing that fucks me up the most. Yeah. And it just is so well done. Yeah. And one of, I guess you mentioned before, you know, you, they've now got that ability of the enhanced, you know, sound and things like that. Yeah. I've been playing this mostly with the, the Sony MX3's yeah. headphones. With noise cancelling. With noise cancelling. And it's got like on. that's 3D audio. Yeah. And yeah. it, like... 
by far some of the greatest headphones I've ever owned. And when you go into an airlock or you go into those moments where it's just dead silent, yeah, it's dead silent now. Yeah. And it wasn't like that yeah. you know, 15 years ago because you had shit headphones. headphones yeah. you know? And now you've got these headphones that if you actually put those headphones on with no music or sound playing through them, yeah. it's like being in an airlock anyway. Yeah. You know, it, it completely blocks out. Under everything. most conditions, yeah. will block out the majority of sound. Yeah. But particularly like sitting at home. Yeah. Just without quiet. like an industrial area, yeah. you know, making noise. Um, yeah. And I'm playing this game and you walk into those areas and, and you get chills. You're like, fuck, can yeah. I breathe? You know, I'm yeah. in space now. You know, it's. Yeah fucking full on yeah and, and even though like beautiful. you know it's just a game but it yeah. manages to still bring about that tension yeah so it well does. Yeah. and that's what makes this game just a standout yeah. horror game oh for sure so yeah. yeah so I know it's a remake and I don't always like to you know give review you know kind of yeah I feel like them. 15 years is a really good amount of time for a remaster yeah I do too because it's long enough that there are like shitloads of people gaming now who have never ever played Dead That's Space. Right. Yeah. Whereas like The Last of Us remake, you're yeah. just like, ah oh, fuck, it's been like mm. two fucking years. Exactly. Since you remastered <laughs> it last. Yeah. Fucking calm yeah. down. Whereas fifteen years, I'm like, I vaguely mm. remember playing Dead Space and yeah. loving it. Mm. But I don't remember the details. And there's so many things playing through it again where I'm just like, fuck, I do not remember that at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm over the moon with this game yeah. you know, it's really pulled me back into that whole dead space yeah <laughs> stupid <laughs> that was a stretch yeah it was um, I'm, I'm definitely giving it a four and a half because it is a masterpiece yeah. um, and they've put in a hell of a great amount of work to yeah. get it into this current kind of console genre mm. um, and yeah they've done a really good job with it so I'm very impressed. Yeah. Yeah, I'd give it a four and a half. Sounds good. Five is like God of War Ragnarok. Yes. Which is real good. Yeah. I saw someone on Twitter who said, I played Hi-Fi Rush to completion and I played God of War Ragnarok to completion and Hi-Fi Rush is a better game. <laughs> like. Right. Please. Yeah. Stop lying to yourself. That fuckwit was the reason why, <laughs> you know, Elden Ring got game of the year. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> so speaking of The Last of Us. Yes. Mm. The Last of Us TV show. Wow. It's real good. It is real good. It's... As as an absolute fan of the games... Yeah. Definitely the first part one. Absolute fan. They nailed it visually. Yeah. Episode one, do, doing the intro to the story. Mm. Because so season one is supposed to be the entirety of part one, the yeah. game. And then season two that it's now been renewed for yeah. is going to... Apparently, it's going to be part two. Mm. So, I guess there's not going to be a season three unless there's another game coming. Maybe. But... Um, mm. It's kind of makes Although, it I don't know how long it mm. takes to make this show because Pedro Pascal, who plays Joel, posted a picture on Instagram in September 2021 of a scene fully CGI'd because... So there's a scene in, what is it, episode three, where there's the plane crashed on yeah. the hill. Yeah. And that scene is just them standing in front of a hill and the plane yeah. gets added in by CG. Mm-hmm. And so he posted a screenshot of them standing there, like literally the scene you see in the in, TV yeah, show yeah. in 2023. Yeah. In September 2021. Fully rendered and ready. Done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was a year and a half ago, nearly Pretty two much. years ago. Yeah. Um, so how long does it take? to make this fucking show. Yeah. Uh, is it going to be another two years until we see season, season two? two? Mm. Which it may be. We did but, have COVID and everything, so, yeah. you know. But they are seriously nailing it. That yeah. first episode was just, it was almost shot for shot. Yeah. For the most part, mm. from the, uh, like it expanded in a lot of areas, but it expanded in all of the right areas yeah, as I, well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I love the opening to one and two. Yeah. Where they have an explanation of yeah. what was kind of happening. It's, yeah, it's like a bit of exposition for people because... Mm. If you haven't played the game... Yeah, you don't know. You're just like, oh, it's another zombie game. Yeah. But they, it's just really smart how they did it. It's yeah. just the best video game adaptation in a TV show... Ever. ...that I've ever seen. Yeah. 
and then you get to episode two introduced like just continued further in the story there was a couple of changes from the game but they're yep. all justifiable really mm. yep and then episode three kind of went in a completely different direction from the game mm. yeah and was also just almost one of the best pieces of television I've ever fucking seen yeah same yeah so mm. it yeah. was actually really amazing and it, it was a conversation that Carl and I were having because you hadn't seen it at that point. So Carl and I were just messaging each other. Yeah. Going, fuck, 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 fuck. Felt like I was in Forspoken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, it was like, if you haven't seen this, it's, it explains the relationship of two characters yeah. that are not even in the game. Like one of them is for a very brief time. Yeah. Um, well, Bill, Bill is in the game for a while. Yeah. But he's just a giant asshole and there's a lot of banter between him and Ellie in the game. So yeah. people were going into this going, oh, how cool is it going to be to see Bill being an asshole to Ellie and yeah. Ellie being an asshole to Bill mm. in the thing. But then they just went in a completely different direction. Yeah. And then Frank, the other character, you only find in the game already dead. Yeah. With yeah. a note with, saying, from, fuck yeah. you, Bill. Yeah. I fucking hate your guts. Mm. And then in the TV show, they just like flipped the script entirely. And, and it was just... a whole hour yeah. of them. And it's just a really beautiful human story. And I've mm. heard, I've seen a lot of people complain being like, oh, you know, it's not enough action, stuff mm. like that. But the whole point of The Last of Us is that it's not about the fucking zombies. That's right. It's about humans. It's survival. It's, well, it's just about human relationships. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's Joel like lost his daughter at the beginning of the game mm. and then finds a new daughter in Ellie eventually yeah. after, but after like 20 years of trauma in between That's right. and him coming to terms and with all of that shit, getting that opportunity to save her life yeah. where he's lost his daughter and he yeah. didn't really have that choice. Yeah. You know? so, so there's just so much humanity to the last of us, which yeah. is the sort of, it's what sets it's it the, apart. It's the irony of it because it's a zombie game. That's yeah. all about humans. Yeah. And the TV show gives them, doing it in a TV show gives them the opportunity to explore even more human stories mm. that you don't have time to cover yeah. in a game where you've got to keep rolling through and having action scenes That's and stuff. Right. Yeah. Because you can do a whole episode with very little action mm. and tell a fucking amazing human story. Yeah that's in this world because it's such a well-made world. That's right. But the zombies mm. and the apocalypse stuff is just background Yeah. to the, the characters. Mm. And that's what's so fucking good about The Last of Us. Yeah. And I'm just so fucking glad that they've been able to mm. capture that in, yeah. the, in the TV totally. show. Totally, yeah. And like Druckmann, Neil Druckmann, the creator of The Last of Us, one of the creators of The Last of Us, mm. is... Uh, I've always kind of been like, oh, he's a bit of a fucking wanker. <laughs> You know, he, he's just like, almost feels like he thinks he's better than everyone. Like, that's just the vibe that I get. He did make the last one. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But then he's also co-writing the TV show with the director or whatever, the co-creator of the show, which is Craig Mazin. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know what? You're pretty awesome. Yeah. Truckman. Yeah. You're doing a good job with this one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, it, it's... Yeah. Uh, I, I think I said it after episode one, maybe after episode two, this is going to be the best TV show of the year. Yeah. By far. No doubt. And now, after episode three, I would already put my house on it. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, Ted Lasso season three is coming. I don't think Severance season two is going to be this year, but I just feel like it's got to be a hard... Oh, want yeah. to be yeah. it's fucking good and all of the character performance like in the lead up people were like oh Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones playing Ellie just it doesn't look like her at all yeah Pedro Pascal kind of looks like Joel I guess he's an old guy with a fucking beard yeah like, that's stubborn. about it yeah <laughs> the way that people have shat on Bella Ramsey mm. and just left Pedro Pascal alone yeah is just such a fucking disconnect yeah because neither of them look like the fucking characters no, in the game. Yeah. But they both, I think, are nailing the roles. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And I just think all of... I don't think there's been an, a performance in that show in the three episodes so far that has not been an excellent performance. And then season three... Uh, sorry, episode three is just like... 
fucking incredible. It is. The two, Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett, just absolutely take ownership yeah. and fucking nail it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that if they don't win Emmy Awards for that episode, mm. th- there's injustice in the fucking world. That's because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Nick Offerman is that like burly, manly man mm. in everything. He's yeah. like does whiskey ads and shit. Yeah. And in Parks and Rec, he's like just a hard ass, but also like giggles every yeah. now and then. Mm-hmm. And he does that giggle in episode three. Yeah. And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But the way that he manages to be basically the, like the same character, but also the complete opposite of that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it would take just a really good actor to pull that off and he yeah. fucking nails it. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. He, he actually looks like Bill from the game too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was an uncanny yeah. resemblance actually. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like based on his like anti-government sort of vibe in Parks and Rec as well, mm. it's very like parallel because Bill is like the he hears the soldiers like taking people away and he's like not today you new world order jackboot motherfuckers and I'm like that's fucking Ron Swanson from fucking (laughs) Parked and Rec he's just a prepper now but yeah that show is amazing if you haven't watched it sorry for giving away little bits and pieces Mm. but absolutely go and watch it you've doing yourself a disservice to not watch it. I think that the main thing for me that they've, that, that is absolutely amazing about this show is that, you know, yes, the last of us has sold a hundred million copies or 300 million copies, actually. So I don't think it sold that many. A lot. In my eyes, it sold 300 million. I think it maybe is like 40 million. But with conversion from American (laughs) to Australian. (laughs) Allowing for inflation. Yeah. At least. Um, so, yeah, there, there's already a huge fan base. Yeah. So they they really needed to make a game that... Or make a show on the game that gave fan service. Yeah. Nailed it. Total tick on that one. Yeah. But they also needed to make a show that if you're not a gamer... And you can enjoy it. You, you may be just a zombie kind of TV watcher dude. Yeah. Then you'll still enjoy it. Or if you just like If drama. you just like nice well-made TV shows yeah. and don't mind a little bit of fucked up stuff like zombies. Occasionally. Yeah. Occasionally. Like, yeah, it it's, works for everyone. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Um, Even the ABC News have like posted about it. Yeah. And I've seen people commenting going, I didn't even know this was based on a game until I saw the credits mm. where it said based on The Last of Us game. Yeah. But it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And most of the people who played the game are like, this is absolutely what I wanted. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Yeah. No, loving it. Can't wait for the next one. Can't wait for all of them. Yeah. Just give them all to us now. Yeah. Well, when it started, I I was like, fuck, I hate the weekly drops. Yeah. But really, being able to have the conversation week on week is just absolutely worth it. True. To be able to, like, go, fuck, did you see the new episode? How good is this, 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 this? Yeah. Instead of, like, oh, yeah, I watched the whole season. It was really good. Mm. Yeah, true. Because yeah. when that does happen, like that, um, what is the one with John Cena? Um, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah. I watched that in one hit. Yeah. You know, and fucking loved it. Yeah. And then told everybody that I knew, watch this show, watch this show, because I want to talk about it with yeah. someone. Um, and yeah, there's like, I have watched that show again since. Yeah. And there's a lot that I didn't, kind of register even at the first yeah. time or never had a conversation on some things that were fucking amazing yeah. that because I watched it all. Yeah. There's 10 hours of stuff to talk about instead of one. Yeah. You know, so I, I do get that. There's so many sort of YouTube videos that break down Easter eggs and like mm. everything about it. And yeah. then you see individual stories from episodes as well. Like three days after the episode aired, Craig Mazin was in an interview and said, oh yeah, there was at one point a two hour version of this episode, wow. episode three, that made me cry so much that I was like, ow, like it yeah. physically hurt me that I was crying Jesus. that much. Yeah. And if you just release all the episodes all at once, you get drips and drabs of those, but it's all within like the couple of weeks after the yeah, release true. and then that's it. Yeah. And this just drags it out. And I don't even know how many episodes are in this season. Yeah. But... Eight or ten. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking 
mm. nailing it. Yeah. I watched Peacemaker, I think, week to week when it came out. That show was really good. Oh, yeah. But I wasn't as invested in the conversation mm. as I am with The Last of Us yeah. because I'm like scrolling Twitter and just like looking at hashtags and shit. Mm. Just, I'm just craving. Deep diving. I'm just craving yeah. as much of this <laughs> to just like be inside it with other people yeah. and be like, share that experience. Mm. And it's just fucking amazing. Yeah, it is. It Which really is. It's, it reminds me of like Game of Thrones. Which mm. I was late to, but then I was watching it week to week, and it was the same. Like having conversations with people, your your peers, yeah, about each episode mm. and being invested in it. Yeah. Less so in the final two seasons, but <laughs> yeah, the last of us is just a yeah. yeah sublime show. Yeah, well, look, that's where we're going to finish this episode, um, episode two hundred and four. Yeah. Um, we do thank you very much for listening. We'd love to hear everybody's thoughts and ideas and everything on, on the TV show, The yeah. Last of Us. If you are watching it, it'd be great to hear your, your side of it. Um, until next time we record, hopefully we've got another couple of games to talk about by then. Hogwarts, we're going to yeah. be talking about for sure, even if I have to buy it. <laughs> That'll be a one-sided conversation. <laughs> Get ready for that. Well, apparently, it's looking like it's pretty good. Mm. The reviews are supposed to come out on Tuesday, so probably before this episode comes out, but um, yeah, all the previews I've seen look like it's really fucking good. I saw a Reddit ask me anything of someone who had a copy of it, not a reviewer or anything. They'd like got a retail copy early and were playing it, and wow. it's like you can explore everywhere that we've seen in the trailers, mm. open world... Wow. Fucking just sounds really excellent. Good. So yeah, there you go, Matt's anyway, keen. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so you can email us at podcast at dropbeargaming.com, uh, hit us up on all socials, and yeah. yeah. That's it. Thank you very much for listening again and talk to you all holes later. Bye. Bye.